You're listening to the Sweetwater Now News Show. Local news when you need it, how you need it. And now, today's hosts, Dave Aaronbell and Stephanie Thompson. Welcome to this week's edition of the Sweetwater Now News Show podcast. It's Friday, August 5th. We're taking a look at the week's top headlines. I'm Dave Arambello, along with my colleague Stephanie Thompson. And today's podcast is brought to you by Sonic Drive-In. Nothing works better on these smoldering summer days than an ice-cold slush. And right now, Sonic has two delightful flavors to satisfy that thirst. Try the Shark Week Slush or the Sour Patch Slush for a limited time at your locally owned Sonic Drive-In, 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. The podcast is also brought to you by Commerce Bank. Community means more at Commerce Bank of Wyoming. More support, more opportunities, more investments. Learn more about local business checking accounts today at commercebankwyoming.com, member FDIC. We're also supported by Western Wyoming Community College. Graduates of Sweetwater County High Schools now automatically receive $4,000 to apply to your Western tuition over four semesters. That's in addition to many other scholarship opportunities. Visit westernwyoming.edu forward slash Sweetwater to learn more. Well, Stephanie, this week, outgoing Rock Springs Mayor Tim Como was charged with five counts of official misconduct and one count of conflict of interest following an investigation that began two years ago. The investigation conducted by the Wyoming Department of Criminal Investigation and FBI began in 2020. It focused on whether Como used his official position as mayor to aid in securing business for JFC engineers and surveyors on the Bitter Creek Restoration Project. Como currently serves as president of JFC. The Bitter Creek Project was approved for more than $3.8 million in grant funding from the Abandoned Mine Lands Program, and part of that approval process required the city to submit its process for selecting professional services to the DEQ. Court documents show that the city uses an internal request for proposal committee for selecting those services, and once that choice is made, the committee sends its recommendation to the city city council for a vote. DEQ approved that process before the recommendation went to the city for a vote on July 17, 2020. After the RFP committee recommended JFC for the project, several city council members questioned why the company's RFP was twice the size of the, the other competitors. The investigation alleges that before council first considered the RFP, Como used his position as mayor to obtain RFP information from his competitors, which Wyoming considers uh, non-public documents. It also alleges Como emailed these documents to his JFC account and JFC engineering employees and through emails to city officials acknowledged that those documents were not public information, thus denying JFC's competitors to access those documents that his company had prior to the council vote. I know that's a lot. (laughs) Hope you're keeping track. Anyway, council eventually rejected the JFC bid and voted to restart the entire process with all firms competing on similar terms. The investigation alleges that between July 17th and the October 6th, 2020 council meeting, Como sent emails to elected city council members attempting to justify and sway them toward voting for JFC to be awarded that bid. The court record also alleges that Como's emails appeared to disparage JFC's competitors while touting his company's services. Council then awarded the bid to William H. Smith & Associates during the second round of bidding for the second professional services awarded on the Bitter Creek Project. 
During a council meeting in October, Como publicly continued to disparage JFC's competitors and allegedly violated conflict of interest statutes when he voted no to awarding the bid to William H. Smith. All six of these charges are considered misdemeanors under Wyoming law, and each carries a maximum fine of $5,000. When reached for comment, Mayor Como did say that he intends to plead not guilty to all of the charges uh, per his legal representation, and that's uh, about all he had to say on the subject. So, of course, we'll keep track of that. I believe that I saw in the court dockets that um, the first court appearance is at the end of August, maybe August 31st. So we will um, keep you abreast of that situation. Yeah, Dave, this is all sounding very familiar to me because I covered all those meetings. I'm like, wow, yeah, this, right? this sounds a lot like sit, like back at those meetings once again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, we're going to move on to some more, I guess, sad news. So the daughter of a Vietnam veteran is asking for the person who stole a helmet from her father's gravesite to please return it. Sarah Holden said sometime after June, July 6th, rather, the helmet was taken from her father's gravesite at the Riverview Cemetery in Green River. She said she and her daughter were visiting the gravesite on that day because that was the day her father had passed away. About a week later, Holden once again visited her father's gravesite and noticed the helmet was gone. At the time, she didn't think much about the helmet missing, and so before doing anything, she couldn't believe anyone would have taken it, so the first thing she did was call city employees to see if they had moved it. Not only had they not moved the helmet, but they were upset that it was missing. Holden then called all of her family and friends to see if they had moved it for some reason. But as each family member and friend told her that they had not, the realization started to sink in that someone had stolen it. According to Holden, Holden rather, the helmet has been on her father's gravesite for 25 years and had never been touched. Holden's father is Boyd Holden, and he was a Vietnam veteran. He was in the Vietnam Veteran Motorcycle Club as well. He served for the United States Army from 1968 to 1972. He served two years in Vietnam, one year in Germany, and one and a half in Kentucky. She said the helmet means a lot to the family and is irreplaceable. She is pleading with the person to please return it back. There will be no questions asked. The Green River Police Department was notified of the stolen helmet, and the incident is still under the investigation after the search of the area and around the grave site yielded no results. If you have any information or tips on what happened to that helmet, please reach out to the Green River Police Department at 307-872-0500. Or better yet, if you took it, just go put it back. Yeah, say, if you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> just, just give it back. Okay. Community means more at Commerce Bank of Wyoming. More support, more opportunities, more investment. That's why local business owners choose Commerce Bank of Wyoming business checking accounts because what's good for the community is good for business. Enjoy convenient tools for managing your business's finances, all while helping our community thrive. Learn more about local business checking accounts today at CommerceBankWyoming.com. Member FDIC. Sonic Drive-In is featuring two unique slushes in the month of July to help cool down your summer. Try the Shark Week Slush for a limited time only. The Shark Week Slush lets fans feed their shark passion as they dive into a tropical diorama of icy blue coconut-flavored slush topped with a layer of real strawberries and shark gummy candies. And don't miss out on the Sour Patch Kids Slush Float, which combines a watermelon flavor slush with real vanilla ice cream 
topped off with chewy Sour Patch Kids candy. Hurry in before these offers end at your locally owned Sonic Drive-In, 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. Graduates of Sweetwater County High Schools, you automatically receive $4,000 to apply to your Western Wyoming Community College tuition over four semesters. This is on top of all other scholarships, including Hathaway. No application is required. Simply apply to Western. Heads up, you're still eligible for this scholarship up to two years after graduating high school. Don't miss out. Visit westernwyoming.edu forward slash Sweetwater to learn more. Thanks to Sweetwater County BOCES for sponsoring these scholarships. Well, this week we found out several groups will be applying for various American Rescue Plan Act funds. Here's a random rundown of which organizations are applying for which grants and for which projects. The City of Rock Springs will move forward with a state loan and investment board grant application to help fund the water reclamation facilities, uh, solid handlings and odor control project. The city will ask SLIB for $5.25 million. That project will cover the design and construction of a processing facility that will will utilize solar and supplemental heating sources to dry and process biosolids produced from the wastewater treatment process. The year-round processing of the biosolids will reduce the odors released during that operation. Green River Government Affairs and Grants Manager Ryan Russ said there is $50 million available statewide for a grant program with a max of $7.5 million per grant. The city will be applying for a grant at that full amount, and the construction of the new wastewater treatment plant facility could begin in 2023 if the grant is approved. The new facility construction is expected to take about two years to finish. Memorial Hospital of Sweetwater County will move forward with two grant applications to SLIB for a lab and medical office building renovations. The two proposed projects are for a lab renovation and expansion project and a medical office building renovation. The lab project is estimated to cost about $8.7 million, while the MOB renovation is expected to cost about $2.2 million. The Sweetwater County Commission has committed $3 million to help pay for the match portions of that grant, while the um, Memorial Hospital Foundation has committed to paying $1 million to help for the lab grant match only. Wow, that's just, it's awesome that they're able to apply for all of those and hopefully we'll get, I'm hoping at least half. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. all for Rock Springs, like not smelling so bad. So. <laughs> True that. <laughs> so so ho- fingers crossed on all of them. I hope it would be nice if all of them got approved, but hey, if we even get one, I feel like that's a win for the county. Yeah. All right, so moving on to some good news, Dave. All right, so Sweetwater County Child Developmental Center Board of Trustees announced this week that Lori Lucero will be the new executive director. Lori has 24 years rather of special education experience within the public school and early intervention education settings. Lori earned both her bachelor's and master's degree from the University of Tulsa, and she graduated Maine Cum Laude. With a background in speech-language pathology, Uh, Lori has also received teaching certifications for deaf, hard of hearing and English. She has served in um, populations of clientele varying from all disorders and ages from birth all the way up to 90, Dave. That's just amazing. Mm -hmm. But she does specialize in pediatrics. In addition to her public school setting, Lori has provided contractual clinical services in the pediatric setting and children's hospital, in home health, in skilled nursing facilities, as well as provided pediatric care through her own private practice. She has taught graduate and undergraduate level university 
literacy courses as well. And she has prior experience with Medicaid billing, special education compliance, service coordination and related services and other administrative duties as well within the public schools. In addition, like she hasn't done enough already, Lori has been active member of various community events and fundraisers, not only in Oklahoma, but of course, right here in Wyoming. And she's also written and received numerous educational and professional grants throughout her career. So we wish Lori all the best of luck and congratulations. That's really awesome. Nice job, Lori. Okay, we got a couple of mentions here. Uh, the Sweetwater County School District Number One Board of Trustees will meet on Monday evening at six for their regular scheduled meeting. That meeting will take place at the Central Administration Building, and uh, Sweetwater County School District Two will meet on Tuesday evening at seven p.m. and that's also at their Central Administration Building. And those who want to seek an elected spot on the College Board, School Board, or Special Districts can start filing on Wednesday. Candidates will have until the end of the day on August. 29th to file. And of course, we've been heavily engaged in the Sweetwater <laughs> County Fair all week, and we've been having a good time out there. There's still two more days left, so uh, if you're getting out there to the big show, come by, say hi. We'll see you, I'm sure, around somewhere. And uh, thanks to all of the people out there at the Sweetwater County Events Complex who make us a big part of their of their experience. We certainly appreciate that, and we appreciate that business partnership with them. Well, everybody, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Sweetwater Now News Show podcast brought to you by Western Wyoming Community College. Graduates of Sweetwater County High Schools now automatically receive $4,000 to apply to to your Western tuition over four semesters. That's in addition to many other scholarship opportunities. Visit westernwyoming.edu forward slash Sweetwater to learn more. Thanks also to Commerce Bank Community means more at Commerce Bank of Wyoming, more support, more opportunities, more investments. Learn more about local business checking accounts today at CommerceBankWyoming.com, member FDIC. Thanks also to Sonic Drive-In. Nothing works better on these hot summer days than an ice cold slush. And right now, Sonic has two delightful flavors to satisfy your thirst. Try the Shark Week Slush or the Sour Patch Slush for a limited time at your locally owned Sonic Drive-In Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. For Stephanie Thompson, I'm Dave Arambell. Thanks for joining us this week on the Sweetwater Now News Show podcast and enjoy your weekend, everybody.